I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Wurstiak. On this podcast, I explore topics in digital marketing for jewelry designers and retailers, including branding, content, email, events, social media, and more. This is episode 71, and today I'll be sharing my interview with Mayumi Ishii, the exclusive U.S. distributor of Chrismella, which is the brand behind the most secure earring backs in the world, and I'm actually wearing them. Chrismella's founder and inventor, Eri Kikunaga, came up with the idea after fighting and then breaking up with an ex-boyfriend over losing an earring that he had gifted her. Since it was launched in 2008, the proven technology has been patented in five countries, the US, UK, France, Italy, and Japan, where they've been number one in the entire jewelry category for a few years. All of Chris Mella's products are made in Japan with the same technology used for smartphones and fine watches. Each back has its own serial number and is hypoallergenic with a surgical stainless steel mechanism. The platinum and gold coatings have 99% purity. In this episode, I talked to Mayumi about what it's like to introduce a disruptive new jewelry product into an industry that's based on long-standing tradition. Some other topics will include the goals Mayumi had when entering the U.S. market, how the brand differentiates itself from competitors, how to bring glamour and a luxury feel to a kind of boring product category, adjusting marketing and sales approach for both B2B and D2C, and the marketing and public relations tactics that have yielded the most success and more. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to share some marketing-related news and articles and research from the past week that caught my attention. First, I saw a really interesting article about special considerations that brands should take when marketing to Gen Z. So if Gen Z is in your target customer range, you'll want to know that these customers are facing unprecedented levels of stress, especially when it comes to social media use. So they expect brands to engage with their emotional needs in a sincere way. Even though social media is one of the main ways that you'll be reaching Gen Z, you'll also want to know that for these customers, social media presents a lot of stress um, and communicating positivity and inclusivity in your social media posts is super refreshing and one way to really reach them and appeal to them on social media. And honestly, it's probably just a good policy in general, no matter what generation you're marketing to. So there's a lot of uncertainty around coronavirus these days, and many e-commerce retailers feel kind of immune to it since their sales don't necessarily depend on in-person interactions. However, coronavirus is probably going to affect e-commerce more than we realize. According to a new article from Marketing Land, quote, supply chain issues, product shortages, and potentially declining consumer demand could also blunt e-commerce growth if 
the economy falters or goes into recession, end quote. So now more than ever, digital marketing matters for e-commerce retailers, even if it kind of seems right now like sales are increasing. Did you know that you can get the links to all these articles if you sign up for my weekly email newsletter? When you visit joyjoya.com slash sign up, you'll not only be the first to hear about new episodes, but you'll also get a free copy of my ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers. All right, let's jump into my interview with Mayumi. How did, how and when did you originally get involved with the Chris Mella brand and what was your role in growing the business? Hi, Larissa. Thanks for having me today. And yes, so I never been in the uh, jewelry industry ever or not to mention retail. My background is has been um, international management consultants helping Japanese companies to succeed in the States and um, U.S. companies to find Japanese partners. So this just happened as a total surprise to myself. And on one of the uh, my business trips in Tokyo, I discovered Chrismella, the most secure earring bag, and I just immediately fell in love with it. And I thought, oh, I have to share this amazing innovation with millions of people in the States and beyond. That's awesome. So. What was your original role? Were you like a co-founder? Um, like, what was your position when you started it here? So the product has been around in 11 years in Japan, and I just became the exclusive representative for the brand outside of Japan. So I've been in charge of from marketing, branding, how to launch and everything from day one. That's why I call myself Chris Mella Chief. <laughs> I love it. So how has your role changed over time um, or has it remained the same over the years? Pretty much. I'm, I've been um, pretty much hands on every aspect of growing this brand, expanding our business from day one on everything, like from sales to customer service to everything. Uh huh. So what were your original goals when you launched the product to the U.S. market and how did you pivot or change your approach to sales and marketing over time? I mean, obviously you were reaching a new customer. It's a totally new culture and new, new ideas about jewelry and about fashion. So, um, yeah, original goals. And then how did the sales and marketing approach change over time? Yes, the, uh, our goal has been the same from day one. Our goal is to have Chrismella on every earring eventually. So that's a long-term goal. But having said that, in Japan, which um, this product's been around in Japan for 11 years, they did not have certain um, SKUs, such as they did not have a platinum version of Chrismella, nor support disc. And all those things, I just did my market research in the States, talking to customers and re retailers and jewelers, and found out that those were the absolutely necessary to be successful mm -hmm. for the brand. So we added that since we launched and uh, just little by little, every year we try new things and, you know, just learn as we go pretty much. Great. So who do you consider to be your competitors and how are you constantly trying to set yourself apart from them? 
Yeah, so as you know, the Chrismella is the high-end replacement for all the earring bags. One set of Chrismella replaces all your um, bags um, from uh, regular bags, butterfly to lupose, and even screw bags. So the um, approach the um, was... Um, yeah, just so we, um, our performance, the product performance, just super secure locking earring, and then gradually um, educating customers. This doesn't not only lock your uh, favorites uh, securely, but also lift um, as well. That's awesome. So as we all know, the jewelry industry tends to be driven by tradition and a lot of people hold on to old beliefs and ideas. And I think it can sometimes take a really long time for consumers to embrace innovation. So what was it like to introduce a disruptive new product like Chris Mella to the marketplace? And what have you done to overcome some consumer doubts and objections to to that product? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. High-end replacement earring back, this, that category did not exist in jewelry industry. So it's always a challenge, huge challenge to uh, overcome how to educate people, tell people there's a solution finally that automatically fits and locks and even lifts in one product. So the, the um, best analogy, I think, is uh, car seat belt. Do you drive a car without seat belt? No. Right. If you have a baby, do you drive a car without with your baby without baby seats? No. <laughs> so, but then seat belt didn't exist many years ago, and now it's a must and it's a mandatory requirement on everybody. And just like that, Chrismella will be mandatory on every earring. Mm-hmm. That's such a good analogy. Um, so security is something you have to buckle up yourself. You, if you want to feel safe driving, you have to buckle up. It's a kind of proactive initiative to protect yourself, your family, and your babies. Yeah. So in a sense, our earrings are our babies because most of us love our earrings and mm-hmm. a special meaning from grandma or heirloom. So we want to, we do want to protect them. Sure. That's a really good um, description. I love it. Thanks. (laughs) So earring backs are not necessarily super glamorous. Like no one gets excited about shopping for earring backs. Um, And I mean, of course, your product, as opposed to some other like findings, is very beautiful and well made, but it's still not like super sexy, you know? So how do you elevate your brand image um, so that the product can stand alone as a desirable luxury item and so that people can consider pairing it with like their luxury jewelry? Yeah, thanks for asking that question. That's, yeah, this has been a marketer's nightmare. You know, <laughs> nobody thinks about the yang back until you lose one or, you know, worry about it or you, nobody will show you the back of your ears. It's really like photographer's nightmare as well. But to us, branding and how to position ourselves as a high-end replacement everybody should have is um, the product quality and the performance. And then that 
product, how wonderful the product performs, uh, speaks for itself. And once you start using it, there's no going back. And also, when you first apply it, you notice there's a little tiny click sound, and mm -hmm. because there are three micro bearings inside of this tiny device, and that lock onto any sizes of uh, ear imposed in any sizes, so you know it's locked and secure until you unlock it. Uh-huh. It almost sounds like some kind of fancy like automotive technology. And I guess in a way that makes it a little more sexy and exciting because it has this like high-end technology built into it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you buckle up Porsche or Ferrari, I'm sure that the buckle sounds a little different. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I know that you guys have also um, released some earring jackets too, and that seems almost like a way to make it a little bit more sexy or glamorous because now it is part of a piece of jewelry. Can you tell me a little bit more about those? Yes, um, Chris Mella, the backing itself um, automatically adjusts to fit and support any earring post between 0.6 to 1.1 millimeter, which is the widest range in the industry, as we know of. And the majority of the earring posts, as you know, is uh, ranging 0.7 to 0.9, and we cover widest range. So for the designers and jewelry designers, jewelers, you can design any kind of uh, jackets like that attached to the back of the earring on Chris Mellor's disc um, part. And then you can create all sorts of uh, wonderful jackets that automatically works and fits any of the studs your clients already have. Uh-huh, that's so unique. Um, and I noticed you guys also have a few of your own on your website too, right? Did you design yes. some of your own? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, we work with a Japanese uh, designer and they are handmade in Japan, but we'd love to work with drillers and designers in the States as well. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, I have, I forgot to show that I have my Chris Mella on, on my oh, earrings. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. I love these earrings and I love how the backs, they really support them for me because mm -hmm. they kind of can be a little bit droopy. So yes. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm wearing one too. <laughs> oh, we're twins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have two different customer segments. You have the business to business B2B where you're working with jewelry retailers and designers, but then you also sell direct to consumer mostly through Amazon, but also on your own e-commerce website. Mm -hmm. Now that's such a challenge to sell B2B and D2C at the same time. And it requires two different approaches to marketing mm -hmm. and sales really. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle that? And how do you kind of keep those two channels separate and how do you adjust your messaging? Yes, as you said, you're so right. It's an in interesting challenge, but also uh, could be an opportunity. As a brand, Chris Mellon never uh, discount to protect our re retail um, partners and drillers because it's not fair to them if we start discounting uh, in the direct-to-consumer channel. Mm -hmm. 
we don't do that to honor our relationship with retailers. But having said that, the reality is when somebody loses an earring bag and then she needs the replacement right away, typically people just Google search like secure earring bag or best earring lock and then they find Chris Mellon order it right there and then. Uh-huh. But then many of our customers who discovered Chris Mella that way are so impressed to the point they tell uh, their favorite jewelers, hey, did you know about this? And then uh, those um, jewelers in turn become our B2B customers. So it's like for Chris Mella, word of mouth and product performance itself is the key to expand both channels. Interesting. So the two of them really work hand in hand, it seems like. Yeah, yes. And in fact, we are carried by um, one over 1,000 doors in Japan of jewelers and uh, other stores um, because they think it's a great way um, uh, for customer service because one pair pops on and ready to go. Everybody can go home and just buy it rather than you know, trying and find, a, you know, perfect replacement, you know, of the uh, earring bag replacement, which is a pain. And also for some uh, jewelers give Chris Miller as a thanks, a token of thanks to be- their top customers, because it's a mm-hmm. great little gift to give and then entice them, encourage them to buy more earrings. Sure. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I just thought of a question. Um I'm curious, I mean, because the brand started in Japan and it seems to be like very popular there and you're in, you said, a thousand doors in Japan. Do you find that a large majority of your American customers are Japanese American? Like, does it translate in that way or does it it have nothing to do with that? Really nothing to do with it. And then I look at... um, you know, our orders by name, first names, um, majority are known Japanese. Of course, there are a bunch of Mayumis, which is my name, (laughs) but really it's not um, just a small fraction. So it's really universal. And an earring back problem, lost earrings or like droopy earlobes, they are universal. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess I was just wondering because I don't know uh, in Japan, if like earring culture is more popular here or not at all? It's really similar. I understand like about one third of um, earring wearers in, in the States have a pierced earring, uh, pierced ears. So one third, it's a little less in Japan, but Japanese culture also important thing is we value tradition and we value family heirlooms and we value our possessions, we can kind of take good care of things from dishes to jewelry to clothing. So it's like something, it's not disposable, like even earring back should not be disposable. But today, Komari, as you know, Komari mm-hmm. um, is very popular in the States because in the States, the culture is shifting that let's value 
you know, let's uh, take care of our possessions and let's use something you love for many, many years. Uh, so we are totally in sync this current movement of Komari. In addition to the fact that one chrismella, one pair of chrismella can replace all your earring backs in your jewelry drawer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's really embracing like a minimalist lifestyle and yeah. also like yeah. buying for life as yeah. opposed to right now. It is. And plus, it saves time. How, how many minutes do you usually waste uh, in the morning when you, once you uh, decide on the earring of that uh, day to wear and then start looking for the back? That's <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> so what are some marketing and public relations tactics that have helped you achieve the most success so far or that you were the most excited about? And why do you think that those worked so well? Yes, so there's no science behind it. Just basically, we're just doing everything, trying to think of new ideas all the time and try everything and just keep on keeping on. And then having said that, so there's no formula in our system. However, having said that, there were two lucky breaks we had in our last couple of years. One was that I entered this uh, business contest on MSNBC and won the contest, which led me to uh, the two live spots on Home Shopping Network, HSN, which was the most scariest uh, experience I've ever endured or uh, enjoyed. But uh, <laughs> that was great break. And another one was totally out of blue. Um, People Magazine called Chris Mella the most genius jewelry invention ever. I wish I wrote the copy, but they did. That's awesome. <laughs> So you never know where the lucky breaks comes from. So you just uh, hustle all the time. Yeah. And were those because you were working with a public relations firm or did those happen accidentally? So those two happened. The first one, MSNBC, totally happened uh totally accidentally and then second one the people magazine was kind of a uh, semi second or third kind of uh, degree of uh, um, how do you call it degree of freedom like somebody knew somebody and then somebody introduced me to that so that's that, awesome so that was a great break very cool so what goals do you have for Chris Mella in the future and how do you plan to continue innovating and reaching new customers? Yes, the, uh, so as I mentioned earlier, our ultimate goal is Chris Mella to be on every earring. But near term, uh, over the next couple of years, maybe two years, we'd like to see Chris Mella on one out of 10 earrings. So that's our goal. So all to, in that, to, for that goal, uh, we just need to spread the word, um, ask our customers if they love Chris Mella, tell all your friends and uh, show up, say yes to Larissa to be on your <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun conversation. And everything um, has meaning um, toward that goal. So I really enjoy the process and just trying everything because everything is new to me because again, I never <laughs> done this before <laughs> yeah I'm so glad you're here with me and talking about the brand uh, yeah so I mean most of my audience as far as I know there might be some random people uh, most of my audience 
are jewelry designers and also jewelry retailers. Mm -hmm. So what can they, how can they benefit from you? What can you mm -hmm. offer them and mm -hmm. how can they learn more about you? Mm -hmm. Yes. So Chris Mella comes in platinum, yellow, gold and rose gold with or without uh, support disc. And it's a gift ready box in a pretty box. So when customer, uh, this is one way for drillers and stores to give your customer to have a reason to come in to take a look. Um, for example, if they just bought one beautiful piece of your design, uh, encourage them to ask them to come back and then see if uh, they want to try Cosmela so they can wear it every day rather than for special occasion only. And another thing is uh, we'd love to work with you um, to create uh, um, the ear bags like these because um, um, it works with any studs uh, the cu customers already have so on every level we'd like love to work with oh more most more importantly it saves your store sales um staff's time so if your customer comes in just because she lost a one back and sometimes it takes minutes or even 10 minutes for your staff to find a perfect replacement for that particular earring so instead of wasting that time for the you know 30 40 50 dollar sales um you just pop on the chrismella everybody would be happy and you save time too uh-huh that's a really good point yeah love that so how can our listeners find you and get in touch with you yes our website is chrysme dot la so chrismella spelled as chrysme dot la because we are in la um, <laughs> and you can find us that way or you can call larissa or you can read under this uh, um, podcast there will be information exactly yes Great. Well, what else? Is there anything else that you want to tell us that I haven't covered today? I feel like I covered a lot, but there might be something else that you want to talk about. No, you have. Um, maybe um, the uh, you mentioned about competition and sure. uh, what, what other alternatives uh, there may be. So the as we discussed the. Um, the high-end earring bag replacement was non-existent um, category, product category in jewelry industry in the States um, until like six years ago when we started. And since then, there are few, um, the, I wouldn't uh, call them competition, but alternatives that would either lift heavy earrings or lock from um, a secure lock that just locks, but it's plastic lock. Um, so that there are a few other alternatives to the typical butterfly bag that comes free of charge with the earrings. But so the category is evolving, but the as for as a, as a choice, Chrismella is the only one that automatically fits locks and lift and cover all the ground of problem earring problems. Uh huh. Product. Well, that's very impressive, and they're pretty. I know a lot of those backs. I haven't tried many of them, but just from mm -hmm. my general knowledge, they're kind of ugly, mm -hmm. and they're not made always from um, the gold material or platinum material. Right. So our coating is uh, both uh, gold and uh, yellow gold or plat uh, platinum, uh, 99 point 
99% purity. And so every surface that touches your skin is nearly pure platinum or gold, which was very important to us. And especially it's hypoallergenic because all of us have metal allergy. Yeah. So we address that issue as well. And also um, many ladies have cold hands, especially in the morning. And they, can you imagine they have to sacrifice 10 minutes screwing on their screw back to mm -hmm. their diamonds, which is a really a big problem. And uh, all they have to do with Chrismella, just pop it on and you're good to go. Yeah, I hate screw backs. Me Make too. it go away. <laughs> but then it's hard to hold straight because you have to squeeze and hold. And yeah. it's hard sometimes. Absolutely. Well, thank you for introducing this to the U.S. market. And I hope that um, some designers and retailers hear this and get curious about it and want to bring them to their own products. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Rayanne. Yeah. I Thank really you, appreciate Larissa. it. Thank yeah. you, Larissa. I love the conversation. Thank you. Thank you. It was such a pleasure to be able to talk to Mayumi and hear more about what she had to say about introducing a disruptive new product to an industry that's built on tradition. Be sure to visit the Chris Mello website at chrysme.la to view all their earring back solutions and follow them on Instagram at Chris Mello. In addition, Mayumi wanted me to share that for my retailer and jewelry designer audience, Chrismella's wholesale price starts with just 12 units per order in any combination of their six SKUs. If you're interested, you can contact Mayumi at info at chrismella.la. I really look forward to sharing more interviews with you. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.